0: Terms and conditions apply.
1: Welcome to the Hank Haney podcast. The Hank Haney podcast is brought to you by Haney University. That is my website where you can go and find out information about getting golf lessons from me. And you can also go to register for free to sign up for my free instructional videos And you can check out the site. There's a lot of good stuff on there. So anyway, HaneyUniversity.com. All right. Little instruction today. I want to uh, talk about something that I talk about a lot when I'm coaching and teaching, and that is club selection. It seems like there's certain things in, in golf, and in particular, managing your game of golf, that amateurs don't understand or get wrong a lot of the time, and club selection is, is one of them. And I'm not just talking about what club to hit from what distance, although that is definitely a factor. Knowing your distances and knowing how far you hit all your clubs is something that definitely will help on your, in your club selection, but it doesn't guarantee a correct club selection in my eyes, but it's a good start. So that should be the place that every golfer should start. It's one of the things that we really keep track of when we're hitting golf balls in my studio on my uh, foresight simulator and launch monitor, because you get a total understanding of exactly how far you hit all of your clubs. You'll get a a distance that is a carry distance You'll get a distance that is a total distance of the shot, so it's factoring in the roll. And more times than not, when amateur golfers look up on the screen and they see the distance that they're hitting it, they're kind of surprised. Either they'll say, oh, well, I don't usually hit it that far, or they'll say, uh, you know, I think I hit it farther than that. I mean, it just more times than not, people don't, don't really have an idea how far they hit the golf ball. I know when I've... First started playing golf, it was like, all right, what club do you hit from 150? Because the golf course has always had 150 yard markers, and then it was, you know, this is a, this is going back a long time. And then they just started putting yardages on all the sprinkler heads, and you knew what your distance was from all these different different lengths. But if you don't know how far you hit your seven iron, your eight iron, your nine iron, you know, every club in your bag. How can you make a good decision? So, so one of the things I'll tell people to do is keep track of the distances that you hit. Write, t- write them down. Take a, a piece of paper and, and jot them down or get on a launch monitor. And, and there's very affordable launch monitors. I and mean, we actually have one on, on my website, the, the uh, Rhapsido, And that's a great launch monitor. And it's not that expensive and you can get on there and you can hit and you will garner some great information. You will know how far you hit all your clubs. And the other thing that it's great for you to, to work with is your distance control with your wedges because you know with a wedge, oftentimes you're hitting less than a full shot. So you have to know how much swing to make and what speed and length the swing should be in order to produce a certain distance. So... So you start off with your your first basis is how far do you hit all of your clubs? What what's your max number? What's a comfortable distance? What's your carry distance versus the total rollout distance? All right, that's that's your, your your first place to start. Now that's just a that's just a baseline because when you're playing golf, you know sometimes it's it's warmer, sometimes it's colder. Obviously, the wind affects it, you know, the humidity level, the elevation you're playing at. I mean, all these things, things are, are factored in to how far you'll hit the, the ball on a particular day. For instance, you're going to lose about two and a half yards for every 10 degrees in temperature change. So if it, it's 100 degrees out in the summer and you're playing in the spring and it's, you know, 40 degrees A 60-degree difference, two and a half yards times 6. I mean, when you lose 15 yards on every shot and you figure, I don't know, 36 shots, full shots in a round of golf, I mean, you just lost 540 yards. That golf course played 540 yards longer in the spring on a cold day than it would in the dead of summer on the hottest day. That's a, that's a big, big, big difference. A lot of people don't factor this in to their thinking. I think, okay, I hit a 7-iron 150 yards, or I hit a 9-iron 150 yards. Okay, well, you know, people ask me, how far do you hit a 9-iron, Hank? <laughs> like, well, what are the conditions? I mean, is it the beginning of the round? Is it the end of the round? Uh, you know, is it warmer today? Is it colder today? I mean, where am I playing Am I playing at Elevation and in Flagstaff, Arizona? Am I playing in Phoenix? Am I play, where am I playing? What's the temperature? All these things are, are, are factors. So you've, you've got to factor that in to your club selection. And you have to have an idea of what you're dealing with when, you, when you've got a wind condition. Is this a, a one-club wind? Is it a two-club wind? Is it a three-club wind? I mean, that's really the easiest way to... Kind of factor in the wind is, is is figuring out you know how many how many clubs difference is this going to make on a shot in order f- for me to judge what club I'm supposed to hit so so those are those are the first things that you have to have to start off with and understanding club selection what you personally need to know about your game so get an understanding of that if you don't already have it all right the next thing you have to have is more information about every particular shot you play so that you know that you can make the best possible decision. Besides the conditions, the temperature, the altitude, the wind, all that, I talked about that, you have to to know your yardages on the golf course. There's not any guessing uh, with the tour pro. They know how far they have. They know their distance to the front of the green. They know their distance to the middle of the green. They know their distance to the pin. They know their distance to the back of the green. They know their distance to that hump in the green. They know the distance over the bunker that's short of the green. They know the distance to the bunker that's on the left-hand side of the green. They know all the yardages. So the, the caddy will typically give them a couple numbers and say, "Okay, you got you know one sixty-two to the pin, you got one fifty to the front, you got one seventy-eight to the back." I mean, that that would just be a a, a basic hole with no you no know, hump in the green, no sand trap anywhere near there that that uh, it looks like it could come into play that you need to know about. Just but you got to have those. I need to know those three numbers. It's not just good enough to have one number. When people say, "I got one fifty-six to the front." Or I got one sixty six to the pin. Not enough information. And that's why you need to have a, a sky caddy or a range finder, a laser, something to pull up those numbers. Now there there may be certain situations where you know all I need all I want to know is the pin. Pins in the middle of the green, 162 yards to the pin. That's fine. That number's good. But then there are other times when just one number is not going to not going to do it. So have the information that you need to have in order to play a certain shot and in order to pick out the the, the right club. And if you don't have numbers, you you don't have anything. It's just this is there's no guessing. Uh, when I coached college golf for five years, I I used to always know when my uh, kids on the team were guessing. I say, how far do you have, and they go. 160 or 165, 170, I'm like, man, it's amazing how you're always on an even number or you're always on a, a, you know, somewhere on a five. You know, you need to know if it's 172 or if it's 175 because 172 may be your max with your seven iron. And if you just throw out a guess and, and say, you know, it's 175, that's not, that's not giving you the information you need to make make a proper decision. So, so know your numbers. Don't hit a shot on the golf course until you know how far you are. Figure into the conditions. Which way is the wind? That's the first thing that, that a pro is going to look at. He's going to think, okay, what am I dealing with here? How far is it? What's the shot I've got? What's the wind doing? That's, a, that's, that's what their thought process is like. Where is this wind coming from? Sometimes on the golf course, that is a little bit confusing. But usually when you pull up to a golf clubhouse or pro shop or whatever, you can kind of figure out which way the wind's blowing. Maybe there's a flagpole there. Uh, Maybe you're looking at the trees. And you keep track in your mind which way the wind is blowing relative to where you are on that property because sometimes you get on the golf course the wind's swirling in the trees and it feels like it's coming from everywhere but you got to know which way that wind is 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 blowing from that's the that's a one of the hardest things to deal with at like augusta national because you've got all the trees there and the wind's swirling and they get back there on that that 12th hole down there at amen corner and that you know that Tough par three, and, you, you know, you think you're downwind and you're into the wind. You think you're into the wind and you're downwind, and it's tough. But one of the things that Steve Williams used to do is he had a map of the golf course. A lot of times you go to a golf course, they have a little one-page map of the golf course. And on that map, he would, he would draw arrows as to which way the wind was blowing when he was standing on the driving range or wherever he was on the property that he knew exactly which way the wind was blowing. Usually he'd look at the flag you know, in front of the clubhouse and he'd know, okay, this is which way the wind's blowing. And he'd draw little arrows on that, that map and he would know to refer to that map on the golf course, this is the way the wind is blowing. And of course he'd, he'd check and to make sure the wind wasn't going to be changing during the day Whatever the forecast was, he'd know the forecast so that hey, the wind's supposed to switch at three o'clock and it's going to come more out of the north, or whatever it might be. But you got to know your you got to know the con, con, conditions, so pay pay attention to that. All right, the next thing I want to talk about is picking out the club you want to hit based on where you don't want to miss. And this is one of the most important parts of club management, course management, and I want to I want to go into this a little deeper when we uh, when we return. Go to voodoopainrelief.com if you haven't got your voodoo pain relief already, uh, because this product is absolutely fantastic. And if you've got arthritis pain, joint pain, muscle soreness, whatever it is, it, it, you're gonna feel some great relief with the voodoo pain relief cream. And you can try it for free. So that's uh, Right there on VoodooPaintRelief.com. It's my product. It works. It's fantastic. And I want you to try it for free. So go there and check it out.
0: Chumbacasino.com. Jumba. No 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website
1: for details. Alright, this is something you don't hear people talk about enough, I don't think, is, is where is the trouble? You do not want to just stand up on a shot and think about all this you know, positive, like everybody, all these positive thinking people say, you know, just visualize where you want it to go. Don't Think about the trouble, whatever. That's just not how a good player plays golf. A great player, when they play golf, they want to know exactly. You hear Tiger Woods talk about this all the time. I missed it in the right spot. The reason he misses it in the right spot is because he knows where the right spot is to miss it. You're not going to miss it in the right spot if you don't know where the right spot is to miss it. So every time you play a shot on the golf course, you know, yeah, this is where I want to hit it. It's like if I'm playing and a Kenny says, yeah, you want to go you know, right down the middle. Well, no kidding. Yeah, and that's a that's great advice there. I want to know where can I not go? Can I reach the bunker on the left? Can I clear the creek on the right? That's the information I want to know. Is there room over the screen? Is there room to the left, over the left of the fairway? Maybe it doesn't look like it is, but maybe there is. You want to know where... You can cheat your aim and your miss a little bit in order to have a playable shot. Because remember, three keys to better golf, eliminating penalty strokes, eliminating two chips, and eliminating three putts. All those are affected by missing it in the wrong place. If every time you miss it, you got a little chip shot, you're going to be better off than if you've got to flop it over a bunker off of a tight lie. If you miss it, 50 yards to the right, but there's no problem over there. That's a lot better than missing it 10 yards to the left when there's out-of-bounds there. If you miss it short on the green, but you leave yourself an easy putt, that's better than going long and having a downhill putt that, that might get away from you. So, so you've, got, you've got to miss the ball in the right place. When you're picking out your club to hit shots... The big thing you want to pay attention to is, is the trouble short or long? Because here's what happens. When you hit the ball, if your club face comes in open, let's just say you're a right-handed player. Your club face comes in open. You're increasing the loft of the club face by opening the face. It's also going to spin the ball more. So you're going to hit the ball shorter when you leave the face open. If you close the face, you're decreasing the loft and you're decreasing the spin, so you're gonna hit the golf ball longer if you close the face. That's why pulls and hooks with irons will go longer and pushes and fades will go shorter. So let's say, for instance, you had trouble that was short right and you were standing in the fairway and you're thinking, This is either a seven or an eight iron. And your most likely miss is one that's coming up to the right. Then you would probably want to hit a seven iron. Because you're playing away from your most likely miss, which is the right shot. If I hit an eight iron and I miss it to the right, it's definitely coming up short into the trouble. Whereas if I have a seven iron, maybe I've got enough to carry the trouble. Conversely, if the if the trouble is long left and you're in between a, a six iron and a seven iron, you take out that six iron, you close the face a little bit, it's going to go long left. So take out the shorter club. So pick out your club based on where your likely miss is and where the trouble is. Factor that in. So many times when amateur golfers pick out a club they're just thinking oh, it's 170 yards it's my it's, it's my 6 iron it's 150 yards it's my it's my 8 iron no no where's the pin? is it on the front? is it in the middle? is it on the back? factor that in too if the pin's on the back of the green take a club that will go at least to the middle of the green if the pin's on the front of the green, take a club that'll go to the middle of the green because most amateurs miss short. There's certainly one place you generally don't want to go on a, on a golf course when you're hitting into a green, and that's over. You, you definitely don't want to go over because over's never good. When you go over, you, you, you probably don't have a good lie. Over the green, they don't maintain real good and you're chipping or pitching downhill, when your ball lands on the green, it's running downhill, so it's going to be hard to get it close. So over is, is generally not good. But your club selection based on where your likely misses, where you want to miss, those are very important factors. I tell people, hit the ball to the middle of the green. Just hit the ball to the middle of the green. You hit the ball to the middle of the green, You're going to do just fine. Hit the ball to the widest target you can. But cheat your aim one way or another based on where you want to miss and where you don't want to miss. And pick out your club based on where you want to miss and don't want to miss and based on your most likely miss. And if you do that, you're going to manage strokes off your game. And it's, you're going to make it a lot easier game. All right. Hope everybody enjoyed the podcast. Thanks for listening. Hit the follow button on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, hope everybody has a great day. Stay safe. Stay healthy. And we'll talk to you soon on the Hank Any Podcast. The Hank Any Podcast is a production of iHeartRadio.
2: begins.